I've got a question for you today. Have you ever felt guilty for eating chocolate cake or for not doing the workout that you'd planned or for failing to complete that ridiculously hard cleanse? I think I know the answer. Then you, my friends, are definitely not alone. I think the concept of guilt around exercise and diet is literally one of the most common emotions and let's face it, one of the least helpful. No one ever truly got motivated to change by feeling guilty. So why do we feel it and how can we stop feeling it in relation to our fitness and wellness? That's exactly what we're going to be exploring in today's episode. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Welcome back. I'm on episode three now and starting to get on a little bit of a roll. So I hope you've enjoyed the first couple of episodes and I'm assuming that if you are here again, then you did but if you are brand new, then welcome. I think episode number one is definitely worth a listen if you are new, as in that I tell you a little bit about why I started this podcast in the first place and a little bit about what you can expect coming up. Right, on to this week's topic, which is the emotion of guilt. Now, I'm not saying that guilt doesn't have its place because there are certain circumstances, maybe when it leads to us reflecting on something that we might have said or done to someone else, you know, and think about how we might change that the next time then, you know, it certainly can have its place. But one place where I think that it's really not at all appropriate is when it comes to our fitness and wellness. And yet it is definitely something that a lot of us feel or have felt at one time or another, or actually feel on a really regular basis. So we might feel guilty for missing a workout or for polishing off that whole packet of biscuits. And actually, when you put it like that, it almost sounds a bit ridiculous because, you know, why would we feel guilty for eating a packet of biscuits? Like, who are we harming by doing that? You know, we think we're harming ourselves, but ironically, that feeling of guilt can then lead to us throwing all caution to the wind and going on that all-out binge, giving up on the workouts. You know, who can say they haven't done that at least a few times? You know, so you get to a Friday night, you go, oh God, I'm tired. I can't be bothered with this anymore. I'm going to have a takeaway. You have the takeaway. And rather than just going, right, I had my takeaway. I enjoyed it. And I carry on as normal tomorrow. We go, oh my God, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was really bad. I feel really guilty for eating that takeaway. And we then get into this spiral, into this spiral where we go, well, oh, I've done that now. I've ruined it all anyway. So do you know what? I might as well carry on rest of the weekend, enjoy myself, start again on Monday. And it's as though those things that we perceive as being our personal failings are actually making us into a bad person. And that's why we feel the guilt because we think we've done something wrong. We've made a mistake and we've let ourselves down. And I don't think this whole conversation is helped by the idea that there are good and bad foods and that there are certain workouts that are maybe more worthy than others. 
I will always stop my clients in their tracks when they say to me, oh, I've had a bad week. You know, I didn't do my planned workouts. I had a birthday weekend. I went totally all in on the cake. You know, I've done so badly. You know, they see themselves as having done something bad. But as I will always, always point out to them, if they enjoyed a weekend of cake and wine, it actually sounds like a pretty good one to me. So that black and white view of what's good and bad, coupled with feeling like we're failing, just comes together to create that level of guilt within ourselves. Plus, as I've said before, you know, we all set pretty high expectations for ourselves. We see what we perceive out there as being the right way of doing things. And I definitely put that in inverted commas. And that if we were good and committed and worthy, then we would be able to do those things ourselves as well. And let's face it, when we watch Insta influencers and celebrities and fitness trainers and the like, they make it sound like it's really easy to do. Commit to this thing, get this result, simple. But we know it's not that easy, is it? You know, if it was, every one of us would be drinking green smoothies every morning, exercising six days a week, constantly glowing. But I reckon that probably applies to about 1% of the population, maybe. Even I'm not doing that. And it doesn't make you a better person if you are. You know, it doesn't mean that you are better or stronger or you have some special skill that other people don't. It probably means they've got more time or more help or more likely they're engaging in some level of disordered behaviour. Remember that because anyone who claims to be clean eating all the time and exercising multiple times a week, well, for a start, it's not totally necessary. And secondly, it's a likely sign that they may be struggling with confidence, with their self-esteem, and maybe even some level of eating disorder. Although it's maybe not officially recognised yet, orthorexia is becoming a lot more common these days. And that's an eating disorder where people actually are obsessed with clean and healthy eating. So they do things like cutting out certain foods and food groups. They become obsessed with healthy eating. They worry about the health of ingredients. They get anxious about healthy foods being unavailable. They avoid social situations or have to engineer social situations to ensure that they are able to eat the food that they want to because there are certain things that they just won't eat. And, you know, when you think about it like that, you know, first of all, what you're seeing on Instagram is that, you know, cutting out food groups, that obsession with healthy eating, the obsession with, you know, everything you put in your body being totally and utterly amazing and getting in all the superfoods. But also there are a lot of those things in there that we have done ourselves. You know, it's safe to say that some of those behaviours, e.g. cutting out certain food groups, are things that we've engaged in ourselves because we think that it's a good thing to do. So anyway, I've gone off topic a little bit, but back to guilt. What I'm saying is that there are a million reasons that we feel guilty for making certain decisions about how we actually look after ourselves. All of that stuff around, you know, eating clean and, you know, doing what they do on Insta and what the celebrities do and what fitness trainers do, it just all adds up as well. It all piles on top of everything so that we feel guilty. And, you know, we can all beat ourselves up in numerous ways for all of the different offences that we think we have caused to ourselves and to the altar of healthy eating and, and exercise. But next time you feel that emotion, I want you to ask yourself this, is this helping me? Is feeling guilt going to help me feel better or is it more likely that it's going to send me into that spiral of self-doubt and actually mess with me getting where I wanted to go? And instead, could you think about the action you took and ask yourself why you maybe made that choice and how or if you could make that change next time? So, for example, if you dove into that packet of biscuits, you polished it off and barely registered it because, you know, the guilt, 
could you maybe approach the biscuits as a perfectly acceptable thing to eat next time? You know, if we approach it from a point of view of, you know, a biscuit is just food, then maybe you can actually enjoy eating them, which might lead you to eating less of them because, you know, by allowing yourself to feel pleasure and joy and to really enjoy that experience, you suddenly realise you're actually more satisfied with less. So removing the guilt and looking at actually enjoying the food, taking pleasure from it, can actually turn that thing around completely and put you in a much, much better place. Or if you missed a workout, is it because you had a busy week or your period was due and actually what you needed was rest? Or maybe you skipped it because you hadn't planned your week so well and that maybe you plan it better next time and then you're more likely to get that workout done. So again, you can ask yourself that question and you know the answer could be, actually, I needed the rest. I needed some time off and that was okay to take that. I am allowed to have a day off my workouts. I'm allowed to not do a workout sometimes. But like I say, maybe it could also lead you to a place where you go, oh, actually, yeah, I didn't really plan this week very well. And actually, if I had, and if I thought about it a bit better, then I would have got that workout done. So like I say, guilt can lead us down one route. And that route is normally just wallowing in it, feeling bad, ending up, skipping all of your workouts for the week, ending up just going for it all weekend on a massive binge. And that is not a particularly helpful way to be thinking. But actually by being inquisitive, by asking how you could do something different next time and actually taking a positive for that experience can make such a huge difference. It can help you to change behaviours, the ones that are frustrating you and that you want to change, but that you struggle to because when we're in that spiral of constant guilt, we just go around in circles. We're chasing our tail. We're doing the same thing over and over again. And we're not actually considering why we're doing the things that we're doing. So if you can turn that around, it can really help you to create a level of positivity and actually lead you towards change and to being closer to where you want to go, rather than just repeating the same actions over and over again. So if you're regularly feeling guilty for things that you have no reason to feel guilty about, just see if you can catch yourself next time, get rid of the negative, get out of that spiral and instead tap into the lessons that you could learn from that experience. As always, I'd really, really love to hear what you think about what I've talked about today. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd be so, so grateful if you could leave me a review and subscribe, and then you'll get to hear about all the future episodes. For now, I just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a little something I've got coming up for you. On the evening of Monday the 24th of May, I'm going to be running a Motivation Reboot workshop and I would love for you to join me. So if you're maybe struggling to get motivated in the first place or you find that you start a new fitness regime really well before it quickly fades away to nothing, then this is for you. I'm going to be talking all about how to get motivated, the things that hold us all back. I'm going to give you my number one tip for getting started. We're going to talk about why motivation fades and we're going to talk about how to keep hold of it for longer. And the great thing is you can apply this to all parts of your life. All you're going to need is 45 minutes, a notebook, a pen and the willingness to bust through some of the things that are holding you back. Head to chickfit.lpages.co slash motivation hyphen reboot or you can find the link in the show notes and I will see you there. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at AlexChickFit for plenty more inspiration.